0: The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. (coughs) O Lord, open thou our lips.
1: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. The day, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 7 on page 349 O Lord, my God, in Thee have I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Lest He devour my soul
1: like a lion and tear it in pieces, while there is none to help.
0: O Lord my God, if I have done any such thing, or if there be any wickedness in my hands.
1: If I have rewarded evil unto him that dealt friendly with me, yea, I have delivered him that, without any cause, is mine enemy.
0: Then let mine enemy persecute my soul and take me. Yea, let him tread my life life down upon the earth, and lay mine honor in the dust.
1: Stand up, O Lord, in thy wrath, and lift up thyself, because of the indignation of mine enemies. Arise up for me in the judgment that thou hast commanded.
0: And so shall the congregation of the peoples come about thee. For their sakes, therefore, lift up thyself again.
1: The Lord shall judge the peoples, Give sentence with me, O Lord, according to my righteousness, and according to the innocency of, that is in me.
0: O let the wickedness of ungodly come to an end, but guide thou the just.
1: For the righteous God trieth the very hearts and reins.
0: My help cometh of God, who preserveth them that are true of heart.
1: God is a righteous judge, strong and patient, and God is provoked every
0: day. If a man will not turn, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow, and made it ready.
1: He hath prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the persecutors.
0: Behold, the ungodly travaileth with iniquity. He hath conceived mischief, and brought forth falsehood.
1: He hath graven, and digged up a pit, and is fallen himself into the destruction that he made for other.
0: For his travail shall come upon his own head, and his wickedness shall fall on his own pate.
1: I will give thanks unto the Lord, according to his righteousness, and I will praise the name of the Lord Most High. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.
2: Amen. Here begins the eleventh chapter of the book of Genesis. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. It came to pass, as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down, and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore the name is is called Babel because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. This is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begot Lot. And Haran died before his father Terah in his native land, in Ur of the Chaldeans. Then Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terah took, the, took his son Abraham and his grandson Lot, the son of Haran. And his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abraham's wife, and they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. And there, and they became they came to Haran and dwelt there. So the days of Terah were two hundred and five years, and Terah died in Haran. Here endeth the first lesson.
0: Blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven praised and exalted above all forever glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen
2: here begins the 27th verse of the 8th chapter of of saint mark now jesus and his disciples went out in out to the towns of Caesarea Philippi and on the road he asked his disciples saying to them who do men say that I am and they answered John the Baptist but but some say Elijah and others one of the prophets he said to them but who do you say that I am and Peter answered and said to him you are the Christ then he charged them that they should tell no one about him and he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He spoke this word openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. And when he had called the people to him with his disciples also, he said to them, Whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's will save it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, Of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that there are some standing here who will not taste death till they see the kingdom of God present with power. Here endeth the second lesson.
0: Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people
1: And take not thy holy spirit from us,
0: O Lord God, who seest that we put not our trust in anything that we do. Mercifully grant that by thy power we may be defended against all adversity, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defendest thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we surely trusting in thy defence
3: Great to all. Our uh, story today of the Tower of Babel provides a kind of, um, you know, uh, larger lesson. That it, And it, I think the, the essential point of the story is this attempt of humanity to sort of transcend the limitations of its condition, you know, by building a we're going to, you know, overcome the reality of our of our sort of distance our sort of sin, distance from God by building a unified community. The idea that the tower reaches up into heaven, but just sort of exalting our our um, you know our our ability to be to be together, and it kind of represents a timeless um, impulse. You know, we even see uh, into it today in the world how are we all going to be one, how are we can unify the world all together in some way. There's all all manner of schemes that, that are proposed to do it. And like the Tower of Babel, they always fail um, because they don't deal with the problem that keeps us from being one, which is the reality of sin. Um, there's also an implied disobedience in in the building of the tower in the sense that God said uh, to Noah, you know, uh, go, you know, f- uh, fill the earth, go. And, and the, the the implication is to sort of Go and 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 divide yourself across the earth, whereas here we're going to stay. We're going to we're going to settle down and build a community. I think the implication where it says you know there, there'll be no uh, who knows what they'll do next. I think part of this implication of the way when you human community becomes large and organized. Um, there, there tends to be the reality of the oppression of those who have no control by those who are controlling the civilization. And it's noteworthy in the Torah that God will give to Moses that is a great priority in the laws of the Torah of protecting the rights of those who don't have power, because in every hum, human community becomes concentrated. You know the the ability to sort of ignore the limitations God has placed. And then trample on the rights of people who no longer have any um, authority in in the power structure uh, that that kind of prevails. Those are sort of sub themes, um, but the story of Tower of Babel also the, the idea of the confusion of languages provides a, a pretty clear backdrop to the reality of Pentecost, where the Spirit of God descends upon the the first Christian community. And those who are gathered in Jerusalem from different nations all begin in their different languages to speak the wonderful works of God, that they all the the, the diverse voices are now unified in Christ, which shows this is that Christ provides the the solution, the thing that, that Babel could not answer. Humans trying to make themselves a unified community, trying to lift themselves up, that Enterprise always fails because it can't it can't solve the problem. Christ, who has come to atone for sin, to unite humanity to God, then sends the Spirit and creates the truly unified community, His body, the Church, which truly makes us one and brings us together in this new community. Which incidentally, it's interesting. The building uh, Peter brings us out in his epistle, First Peter, where he says, "You all." as living stones being built together as a house in which God will dwell, there is a sense of of uh, the church as of being built a unified structure to glorify God. And then it, it kind of can, can tie into the lesson from Mark. Mark presents a sort of gradual conversion of the disciples, that they, they, they're following Jesus, uh, they believe in him, but they don't really grasp who he is. And well, they grasp he's the Messiah. I guess it's better to say they don't really grasp how he's going to accomplish this thing they all uh, want, which is the salvation of Israel. And so this chapter is sort of seminal where who are who am I? We well, are the Messiah. And then he says, "Well, I'm going to you know going suffer many things." And Peter says, "No, no, no, that's not what we want you to do." And the the blindness there is that precisely the Messiah is going to save Israel and restore Israel to glory and unite people by his death on the cross. But at this level of their of their understanding of Jesus, they don't get that yet. We'll get this also on um, um, Quinquagesima this coming Sunday, where Jesus will say, behold, we go up to Jerusalem and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man will be accomplished. He'll be, you know, mocked and scourged and he'll they'll put him to death. And St. Luke says, the saying was hid from them and they didn't understand what he was saying. In Luke's gospel, it is in the resurrection when their eyes are open. And then they understand, oh, the necessity of the cross. The salvation we want requires the cross. And this, I guess, for our own... Um, application, then our own salvation in Christ being one, you know, being both saved and being one as a people building the up the body of Christ in a way that was falsely attempted at Babel requires our own death. Um, we are also saved through the cross, and we are also made one in Christ as we participate in dying to sin and coming alive in Christ. And The primary error of the world uh, that opposes the gospel is the idea that this salvation and this unity can be accomplished without the death for sin, both by Christ and also without our own dying for sin, and living uh, in Christ for something larger than that. And so this is kind of what as we enter as we approach a season of Lent, which begins uh, exactly a week from today on Ash Wednesday. This is what we think about when we go up to Jerusalem with Jesus is is how we die to sin a little bit more so we might live more in Christ. And the death is the death to the disordered parts of ourselves, the the parts of ourselves that don't seek God's, glory first and foremost and do, doesn't always love others as we love ourselves and and therefore undermines our union with god or union with each other and so we we can think about that that's where we we think about the season of life how we pick up disciplines that help us grow, not just personally, this is important to understand, not just my personal spiritual growth, which is a Western preoccupation, but how do we grow together as a community? How, how do I become more of whom I'm supposed to be in relationship with others in the body as we build up the true, the true uh, structure that unites us all and gives glory to God? So a few thoughts about today's lessons.
0: Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday.
2: <clears throat> Bye-bye, everybody.
1: Thank you, Dika, and Scarlett. Bye. Bye, guys.
2: Bye-bye. Thank you.
0: I want to everybody. Bye.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Bye, Karen. Bye,